this is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, February 21st, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 13, verses 31 through 35. The message is by Father Ron Baird. I have news for you all. You're all resident aliens. Did you know that? And your green card are your baptismal certificates. Paul makes it very clear to us that we are no longer citizens of this world, that we have been claimed by Christ and we are now citizens of heaven. And that we are only here for a short time. And that we're here on a mission. A mission that he has sent us for to proclaim his good news to a broken world. Now being a resident alien is a little different. Um, there are some things that you can't do when you're not a citizen of a country. Like what? Vote. What else? No, they let you pay taxes. They don't care. <laughs> what else? Can't hold a government job. You can't serve on jury, juries either. Anything else? Huh? Yeah, you can't run for a political office. Have you ever lived, um, oh, anybody here lived in, is, well, is anybody here a resident alien? We've got two of them sitting in the back. Throw something, no. <laughs> My mother was a resident alien from 1948 until, well, roughly, she got here in 48. I'm not sure when she got her green card exactly, but um, until 1976 when she was finally naturalized. Um, most people probably would have just thought she was a citizen because in America we don't make a whole lot of distinctions, but, but she um, couldn't vote. I never will forget when, um, when she got her citizenship, I mean, it was the 200th anniversary of the country, and so they made a big deal about all these people becoming citizens, so my mom became a citizen. She was German. And um, when uh, it came time and then election time came around, in 1976, of course, was the presidential election year. And she was uh, uh, naturalized in the summer, so she didn't vote in the primary, but she was going to vote in the general election. So she, I said, so have you decided who you're going to vote for? And she goes, I don't think I'm going to vote. And I said, why not? She says, it's too complicated. And I said, well, it's not all that complicated, Mom. You go in, now this is a long time ago, so they had a different system. I said, you go into this thing, there's a big lever with a red handle on it, and you pull it across, and a curtain closes behind you. And then you look up, and there will be uh, a name, and next to the name, there will be like a little lever that you pull down if that's the person you want to vote for. So you just pull down the levers on the people you vote for. My dad says, don't confuse your mother. And he said, when you go in, you pull the big red lever, like he said, and then you look up and you'll see there's a republic, there's a, an elephant, and there's a donkey. And you just pull down the big lever with the elephant and you're fine. <laughs> and then you look, I said, wait a minute, that's not how you vote. But... Being a resident alien is a little different um, because the, the culture is different. I mean, things will be slightly different there. I know um, about the closest I've come is I lived in Virginia for three years while I was um, in seminary, and, and it was different to live in another state um, because, you know, there were things that people there, when they would talk about the local elections and all, I'd go, who? <laughs> you know, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't care. You know, my tag still said Kentucky, where I was from. Um, I voted in Kentucky. He didn't get called up for jury duty in Kentucky. Of course, I didn't get called up until two weeks. I didn't get the letter until two weeks after I was supposed to be there. But, uh, so, but it's sort of different being a non-resident of something. 
And that's the way it should be, and it should be for us too. There should be something different about Christians who live in the world. Now, Paul talks about some people that he says that uh, their end is, is destruction, and it says it brings him even now to tears, which tells us he isn't talking about the pagans, per se, because you know, that's not the one he's crying over. But he's talking about Christians, people in the church. He said, because their God is their belly, and their glory is in their shame. And so who's he talking about? What are these Christians doing? You know, what's that like? At first I just thought they were Christians like me who ate too much ice cream. But then I said it must be more than that to it. But what he's really talking about are, are people who claim to be Christian. They go to church. And when they go to church, you know, they dress the way you're supposed to and they act accordingly. But then they go out into the world and that's different. You know, that's the real world. Not the church. You know, the church is sort of a, a different place. And they compartmentalize their lives so that the values of, of, the, of being citizens of heaven don't apply anymore. And so they can do what they need to do to attain the glory and honor that the country that they live in will give them. Now, if you looked at America, those, those values that we would say is that you should work hard, you should get a good education, you should um, you know, make a lot of money, you should have a nice home, nice car, nice clothes, you know, and whatever you need to do to do those things, that's what you ought to be doing. And it's astounding to me that, that we somehow or other think that that would be worthwhile. I mean, is that what we tell our kids, though, when you're in school? Well, we tell them. Study hard. Make good grades. Why? So you can go to college. Why? So you can get a good job. Why? So you can buy a house and get out of mine. <laughs> so what do I do then? Then you get married. Oh, well, then what? Then you have kids. And then what? Then you make them study hard and go to college so they can spend all your money. <laughs> and, and then what do you do? Well, you got to make sure you save so that